for the Interrobang. I'm Alex Allen. Alongside, over on the far side, Consta will be the other host for this episode of the Red Couch Podcast. And in this episode, we're actually welcomed here with Basha, our student life coordinator, and Arthur as well, which is our event technician. And this episode is going to be actually revolved around Pride Month. Yeah. Yay. What do you guys? I mean, you know what? I got to start off, though, with you, Basha. I mean, we're sitting over at the table, both Consta and I, and we see you all the time just running down the stairs, running back up the stairs, running down the <laughs> stairs, and we're always just getting a quick little wave. Like, hey, hello, hey. Hello. But, I mean, in like a previous podcast here for the Red Couch, mm-hmm. you were mentioning uh, just how busy you will be over the summer yeah so how has that been kind of going um it's been going well so bit in the start like you know we got introduced to our roles into our positions got used to like just being at the office every day and then uh, a couple weeks ago I went to a conference in Vancouver all surrounding college organizing events and activities so it was just a week of like planning so now since we've been back from that it's just been planning for orientation week planning for the summer too integrating new plans for that so yeah i've just been running upstairs to john and dina going to talk to them i'm like hey i have this idea hey i have that idea what if we integrated this and they're like awesome awesome so yeah i've just been flying back and forth just like i constantly have a bunch of ideas in my head so i'm just trying to yeah integrate that into like the school life now and um trying to pop up here and there wherever we can add some stuff and add my two cents wherever i can and just yeah a lot of planning (laughs) events pre-production is insane yeah it is and i know arthur knows a lot about it too so like we're just always even just like talking about ideas and stuff like we could bring in and just like tech side just plan side even just like hands-on material wise as well like with students like what type of activities they could be seeing or services they could be seeing at these events coming up and not just having the physical tech aspect of it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah just like a lot of just social interaction with students as well yeah but that's all that's a whole other episode though yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i mean what are some of like the stepping stone side of it what have some big accomplishments have have you guys sort of made um so so far yeah so main thing main accomplishment that we're working towards is the frosh orientation week for september for fall semester so uh, during our trip we talked a lot to different talents um wes barker he was there and he's like a no name at fanshawe as well he came and did like a few shows there so we talked to him we're hopefully fingers crossed maybe he can come back uh for frosh week as well get him integrated um, for that because he's super fun su- super welcoming and just like a great show to put on and watch um, a lot of musical acts as well we're hoping for some more country music artists coming as well maybe some like country karaoke country karaoke Ooh, an country option karaoke. that's an option um, even just like EDM music and um, more electronic house techno like things you would see at like a music festival I know is like super popular um in this area as well people i mean they call london um they call london ontario party city so they love party music so why not give people the type of music that they want to hear so get those students encouraged to come out and just like embrace like the great like 
even just like surrounding more sober culture as well not necessarily drinking all the time and just like enjoying yourself and dancing and just having a good time with your fellow classmates and students and so that's what we're trying to encourage and promote as well and hopefully get that um in for frosh week as well so people could just like meet other people that love music and love just hanging out and enjoying a good time just being sober as well and i mean parties yeah no one can be away from a party everyone enjoys exactly. having a little celebration exactly and, and yeah. partying yeah. um but i mean for pride month though have i mean thinking a little bit outside of fancha though have, yeah. have either you guys went out to to celebrate Pride Month already? Yeah, actually, just this past weekend, I was in Toronto uh, visiting family, but at the same time, it was oh. the Toronto Pride Parade. So I managed to make my way there and enjoy the festivities there. Uh, it was very interesting because my mom was there. Um, yeah, she's she's from small town Saskatchewan, so it was interesting for interesting to see her react to the big city Pride Parade. Um, but it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually seeing some videos, uh, people just going around. Just they're all on. Uh, oh, I totally forgot what those the name of those. The floats. Yeah, the floats. <laughs> yeah, the floats. Everyone just yeah. going down onto them. But then I actually saw a video of, uh, it was like a crowd of people and like there was a camera like spin spinning around them oh. and like they were like dancing. It was really cool to oh, see that. Like the three sixty like selfie like. Yeah. Video yeah, yeah, and it was like close up to them. It was really neat to see that. Yeah, that's awesome. It it just keeps, it almost seems like it just keeps growing now. Yeah, almost oh every yeah. year. Yeah, each year like bigger production, more people attending, and I know that's why too. Like uh, London Pride's gonna be in July because they're like, oh, Toronto Pride is in June. Everyone in like a four-hour driving kilometer radius is like, I'm gonna go to Toronto Pride because it's such a big thing, and. Oh. And they're like, we don't want to take away from the other cities, so we're just going to all go to Toronto for this one weekend, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, my gosh. That makes so much sense now, because yeah. I, I kept looking at that. I was like, why why is London in July? Yeah. <laughs> but that makes so much sense now, because, yeah, if they did do something around the same time, then mm -hmm. no one would go to the London one. Yeah, and then it's kind of nice, too, because it, with London Pride being in July, then it kind of almost like extends Pride season. Um, and then you could be celebrating Pride all summer long, and then it, like, trickles into then, and, and then it you just, like, continue talking about Pride, supporting Pride up until July, and then it even goes into August, too, because... Pride is forever. You can't escape us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't just be June, like, like we have one poster that we I made gay every day. It's not like it's just June and you're just celebrating Pride. Like it should be around all the time and all seasons and supporting all your local queers around you, twenty four seven. That's yeah. my that's my favorite thing about Pride parades is the art crawls and all the vendors that come out because just seeing the community that we have um, within queer spaces and things like that, it's. It's hard to find like any other time of the year, but at pride parades, everyone comes out and everyone's so supportive. It's honestly my favorite part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's great to actually see that whole side that people do actually mm. come and show their support. And I mean, I know myself actually over just on the weekend, uh, my friend, uh, he's gay and he's not like a big person that wants to go out to the, the parades, but 
uh, we kind of like to at least do something with him over on mm. the month of June, and he wanted to have a guy's weekend, so we yeah. actually went out to a cottage and just had marshmallows around a fire, and we were just chilling, hanging with him, have just having a nice cottage time and yeah. that's just what he was wanting that's yeah that's where he was wanting to go and he mm-hmm. he didn't really want to take around the whole pride like the the whole events that was going on in toronto yeah. but he was actually mentioning some just interesting other sides of just how he was feeling about this year mm-hmm. with pride month too just some of the differences that he's been seeing from comparison to last year yeah yeah absolutely and like personally i've never been to like um pride parade festival like in any city yet but like i've been to like some surrounding like events here and there so i'm like i'm still excited to like actually go to like s- the said parade and like walk through it and see everyone march but it's still nice, like, even just, like, connecting with your fr- your friends and, like, supporting queer artists, like, around this time, too, and going to these events and not necessarily going to, like, the whole parade. Maybe you can just go see, like, an artist that you like, go watch their show and then, like, come back and just, like, chill around the TV, watch some more, like, TVs or, or shows or music and, like, just have, like, open conversations with each other even and just like having those like almost queer conversations and be like, this is our, what I noticed within the last year. Like this is the kind of like personal growth that I've had within myself. This are other observations I've noticed with other people and just having that like open space and that like open communication with everyone is almost just like surrounding pride too, is just making yourself more comfortable and more like vulnerable for these conversations. And then it makes it easier to have it with other people too. And, like, not necessarily queer people, just, like, having it with, like, straight people as well. And then they see, like, your perspective. And just, like, if you're having those open, comfortable conversations, then it's a lot more normalized. Mm. And it's there's, like, no stigma behind it that you're, like, oh, this whole, like, queer thing that, like, I know, like, years ago was always shamed and everything. But now it's just, like, a way of life and just a daily conversation that, like, we have with our friends and family. Yeah, it it's kind of it's great to actually see that sort of transition is completely happening and i mean i know talking with my friend though he did feel that like there was a little bit of setbacks that happened mm-hmm. this year just from some of those social media posts going on and yeah some of the use yeah unfortunately what do you guys sort of feel about that though like do you feel like it really there's some setbacks happening I mean, definitely, like, especially with the um, influence of the U.S., that is definitely coming into Canada a lot, and just, like, recently within, like, the last year or two, like, especially surrounding COVID, that, like, since everything was online and everyone's voicing their opinions on the internet, they're like, now I can say whatever I want and wherever I want, and I find that's, like, trickling into society as well, and even just, like, walking around on the streets to like just like getting on the bus or just like walking into a restaurant there's like a lot more stairs and people are just like looking and just like they're like oh it's one of those almost like that type of look that people are are giving us and it's just like you just want to walk around and just like be able to enjoy yourself but like i i personally don't take them to heart because i know it's just like their own insecurities or their own projections that they're putting out there but like for someone else that's like younger newer into the community i know that's like definitely hard to see 
especially like you want to be comfortable in public and like not feel like you're in danger of anything being said to you or like thrown at you or just being told to you mm-hmm. yeah un- unfortunately um i pass as a cis straight male so i don't i don't get a lot of those setbacks like in my day-to-day life and i don't like to keep up with things on the internet um but i know over covid and when everyone was in lockdown i know a lot of people started discovering themselves and became part of our community um so on it it feels like the two extremes are becoming more extreme um and i don't like to think about that or i just i don't keep up with it i'm i'm always proud to see our community growing and that is what i really want to focus on yeah i mean that's a pretty major side to actually keep looking at and i mean Consta, you've been a little quiet over there <laughs> in this yeah, conversation. Like listening to the stories and stuff like that. Yeah. Perspectives and stuff. Um, yeah. Being an ally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, from someone like myself, I've had friends who um, they've told me in person that they want to come out, but they're kind of struggling with wanting to come out to their families and stuff. Do you guys have any tips as to how I could help them out, you know, and support them, like how I can do that? If um, if it's unsafe to come out, if you're going to be in danger by coming out, don't. I'm sorry. This is not what you want to hear. Um, but if, if you are living with parents um, or if you are relying on parents um, and it's unsafe for you to come out, stay safe um, and just, just keep yourself safe. Um, as for coming out to, like, friends or, like, socially – um make sure you know bring up the subject on the topic of maybe education first just try to like teach people about it or ask like vibe out questions like hey did you hear about the drag show coming up or have you heard about the new gay bar in town do you want to go to that would anyone be interested in going to that try to like vibe out your friends um and then personally i really like um the Shit's creek wine analogy mm, that's um, a great analogy for coming out i don't know do you know that one Schitt's no creek? i'm not too sh- I, I have seen Shit's creek before yeah. but i don't know much about what is this one analogy um it's basically a conversation between two characters and one of them is a openly queer person openly queer man and the person b says hey i really like red wine and i only drink red wine but you drink red wine and white wine um and it's kind of implying that it's like i just like the opposite gender or the opposite sex kind of thing but i see that you like all genders um and it's just kind of a covert way of coming out to someone or asking about it um and i think it's really good i think it's quite interesting yeah. quite analogy good, good yeah. analogy as well it is a good analogy yeah. um to add to that like for the coming out aspect for your friend i would say like obviously encourage them where it is safe and like to who it is too and you don't necessarily like i obviously know like the importance of like coming out to your family and like 
your blood family, like that's who you raised you, who you grew up with and everything, that's who you live with. But again, if it's not safe, then maybe you can find someone within your family that you do trust, like that one aunt or uncle or cousin or some some relative that you know that like they can trust because sometimes necessarily too like someone married into the family is a lot more comfortable that they're that they're comfortable talking with and it doesn't necessarily have to be your blood family as well like say you have like your best friend's parents that like you are a lot more close with like encourage them to talk to that person and because um a lot of the times your own family can like be blinded by their own like past bias and stigma of like being in the family and how they saw you and they raised you and everything so someone from like the external um may just see you as who you are rather than like judging you based on like your past family history mm-hmm. um yeah and then if your friend themselves is just comfortable coming out to you as well and your friends like if they're sh- showing that interest like like be be interested in them because clearly they're comfortable with you uh, them telling you and like show them that you're actually like happy that they are coming out to you and you're proud of them but then also like engage in those conversations like if they're obviously willing to like oh maybe like when did you realize this and what made you realize who made you realize this as well and just like encourage those conversations and just being open to talking about it and just like just like the same way like you and your friends like like i know like some guys will talk about some girls that they like and no like just the same way like they would do that you would do that with them mm-hmm. same way you do that with them just having those like normal relationship conversations and just talking about to like themselves because like the best way to find yourself too is like through other people and just like having those conversations because they might like have the words for you that you might be missing. Right. And if if you don't know yourself, like I know personally for myself, like I I always talk to my friends because like I want to know about myself, but I don't always have the right words to express myself. So like just like finding more vocabulary about it, finding more words and statements surrounding it. It's yeah. definitely helping. Yeah, it's quite an insightful piece of information because mm-hmm. coming from a uh, like a culture that's more conservative in a way mm-hmm. of thought you don't really have that type of experience and you want to approach it appropriately mm-hmm. so it's it's the first time for me because i've never come across this type of situation before right where i've had mm-hmm. a friend who was really struggling but i wanted to approach it in the way that made them most comfortable and like you mentioned earlier both of you said safely yeah right? so, yeah absolutely yeah. but yeah. definitely Educating yourself. Yeah, educating. And like Bosch said, being supportive and interested in your friend is the best thing you can do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And actually, something I want to dive into as well is uh, you mentioned gay bars and stuff like that. Arthur, mm-hmm. have you, do you know of any places like that are good social hubs or even like, uh, you know, bars that around town that you could recommend? Both of you, actually. Um, this is actually a question for Basha because I don't go at once. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> no. Um, I know that they are planning on opening a gay bar downtown. Um, our roommate, Allie, she said that she, she has the name of it, so I don't necessarily know the name of it. So it's not open yet, so it will be. Um, I believe it's like a branch of uh, like chains of bars that are in Toronto and GTA area as yep. well, so it's like all part of that. Um a lot of cafes queers love going to cafes they always love getting their iced lattes and their cold drinks even dead of winter time um so just like stuff surrounding food and culture and everything um yeah coffee sorry 
and that and then also just nerd stuff so like tilt is a bar downtown five dollars to play unlimited retro games everywhere um inside and then like right next to it is a cafe and board a board game cafe too so you could just go you pay like eight dollars i think and you can pay play all day board games however you want and then again a little cafe in it as well I do know, um, I haven't been myself, but the Aeolian Hall has, like, uh, queer days, like, queer meetup days. Um, so that exists in town. Yeah. And then a lot in the music scene, um, there's a lot of queer bands as well. So London is big on music. Um, so there's, like, the London Music Hall, not the London, London Music Day event stuff. Every weekend there's, like, bands performing downtown on on, on uh, Dundas Street. So there's uh, generally a lot of queer uh, bands playing as well and just like singing about that stuff and also just them representing themselves like through music. So a lot of like music stuff on the weekends, especially Dundas Street always. Um, I know Sunfest is coming up mm-hmm. in July. That'll be at Vic Park. So there'll be a lot of stuff there. Um, and then recently I went to the Electric Market. Um, it was at like an EDM market or edm festival at coven market and there was a lot of vendors there too and then a lot of them were like queer representing people and just like buying from them supporting locally for that and then it's also like a fun little date idea you go enjoy some music you buy like cute little matching earrings together and then you like make a whole night out of it together it's a good place to take my friend maybe to go get them acquainted with the community yeah. and stuff like that find yeah. others that are absolutely are like yeah. absolutely it's nice to see that they're opening things around just to have it all year round mm-hmm. because it seems like just a lot of companies just jump on a bandwagon just to go hey it's june we'll do this yeah i mean you see it with our logo is rainbow now yeah. <laughs> especially with like xbox playstation all of those companies just yeah. logos are all just pride and then yeah right when midnight hits basically <laughs> yeah. into july yeah they're like and it's back <laughs> yeah exactly so like hope it, hoping there's some companies that continue on keeping their rainbow flag on their logo and everything. And it's nice seeing too that like a lot of business to businesses, especially this month, um, like majority of their proceeds will go towards like uh, queer communities and um, oh, supporting nice. that as well. So like they'll do like 15 percent. Uh, goes towards it. Um, I know here at Fanshawe at the the Red Zone, the Fanshawe shop, fifteen percent of all like the Pride collection sales goes towards LGBTQIA plus communities like support. Oh yeah, I was I was walking by to Tim's today and I saw we had some shirts and it said that. I was like, oh, that's that's really cool. Thank Aww. you. It's so nice to actually yeah. see there's everyone's still trying to contribute yeah, and help out. And exactly. I mean that's the biggest thing here still for Pride Month for June is to actually help out for that side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean I don't know, that that like that's my main thinking about it, but mm-hmm. also I mean it should be all year round though. Because think about the flags though. That yeah. that's my curiosity. What why isn't it like all year round that the flag is up? I I wish I had an answer for that. I wish it was as well, though, because that would be really nice. I mean, we have all the other flags as well. Why not? I mean, is this something you would actually try to sort of push for and advocate for? I mean, for? I don't see why not now. Thank, thank you for putting that <laughs> idea in my head. <laughs> I could definitely, like, try to advocate for that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'll see who I can talk to. And 
def- I think definitely people, especially like in September for like the new students coming in, um, a lot of people are obviously coming like straight from high school and they're fresh to like a big college and everything and seeing that and seeing that representation, they're like, oh, cool, I'm welcomed here. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be like a nice image for them. Yeah, those newcomers. But I mean, even for both of you guys here as well, what what does the the flag mean to to other like both of you? We'll start um, with Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rainbow flag is my favorite flag, um, because I my journey has been the, probably a decade long now, and I've gone through every every um, identity or sexuality you could probably think of. Um, and in the end, I really like just the rainbow flag because I'm like, if if nothing else, I am queer and this is par- I am part of this community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have this at least kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that because uh, it, however nice it is to like know exactly who you are down to the finest detail, I'm like, Sometimes I just don't want to think about it that hard and just say I am queer and um, I am part of a community that stands for something. Um, and it's like I am queer and I exist kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly like how I feel about it, too. Like, it's just a symbol for love and like nowhere on it is like any form of hate. And it's just like it's rainbow. It's glowing. It's just great. It's colorful. It's just shows like it's it's literally a spectrum of everybody that there's like someone someone fits somewhere within this range, and like no matter how you identify or who you identify as, like it doesn't matter. You are still like part of this community. You still belong in this flag, in this rainbow, in the spectrum of everybody surrounding you. Aww. And I mean, it, I've even seen over the years that the flag has changed yeah. so much its, lo- uh, its looks as well. Mm-hmm. It and it's, yeah, they now call it like the pride progressive flag as well because it's like progressing. And yeah, every year it's different and they include something else and more colors and more meaning and more symbolism behind it. The progress flag is fantastic as we continue to learn more, like both literally scientifically um, and as people just keep growing um and i just i love that we keep adding things to the flag because it just includes more people and one day we will take over the world (laughs) (laughs) for sure just still thinking of just about for fanshawe though is there any like upcoming events that will be coming for people to, to come yeah. out to yeah to actually yeah so for july um we're gonna be having so july 5th is the beach party at south campus and with that fancho sustainability is going to be having their pride table there uh if you saw them they were also at the donut cheat day and the june birthday event will they be at the strawberry social thing as well um i hope so i will i think so, I think so. they should be I don't see why not. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if they're going to be there in the beach party, they're going to be making posters. You can make your own Pride posters uh, to walk around for London Pride, which is July 24th. Mm. I believe it's on a Sunday. Um, and if you see the posters around on campus, there's like a bunch of signs that say Ally in Action. There's a QR code that will take you to the London Pride um, walk event. 
so you can sign up for that. But also on July 13th, uh, we're going to be having our own Fanshawe Pride Patio Party, Triple P um, oh. sentence there. So at that party, we're going to be having, I believe there's going to be hot dogs available for purchase. We're going to have a friendship bracelet making table so you can like share some bracelets with all your friends and just people around there. Um, there's also going to be fa uh, sustainability there, making more posters. And then following that event, uh, we're going to wrap it up with our own Fanshawe Pride walk around campus and do our own like little parade around Fanshawe. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a nice walk going yeah. around. And what, which day was that one again? Uh, July 13th. That is a Thursday, I believe, uh, starting at 11 a.m. on the Oasis patio. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for everyone tuning in for another episode here on the Red Couch Podcast. For every episode, you can actually go to our website or wherever you actually go to to watch these <laughs> but make sure to actually subscribe to our youtube channel and to our newsletter and keep up with all here for the red coach podcast and in Bang. i'm alex allen and don't forget about consta <laughs> <laughs> see you next time thanks guys thanks, thanks.